Welcome to the South Carolina State Library's podcast, Library Voices SC. I'm Curtis Rogers, Communications Director, and today I'm pleased to have with us in our studio Jackie Lee. Jackie has been in the event planning business for 30 years now, and if you were looking at her, you would not think that at all, Um, and has worked with several big-name celebrities ranging from T.I. to Paula Deen. She is currently the director of the Conference Center at the Richland School District 2 Institute of Innovation, also known as R2-I2. And we were joking just a little bit. I usually want to call it R2-D2, like I think everyone else does. (laughs) So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so good to have you here. And by the way, we have a history. Jackie and I have served on the South Carolina Book Festival Committee years and years ago. So we've known each other for a long time. Our love of books. That's right. Keeps on going. <laughs> and you were with Books a Million for a long time, weren't you? I was for 12 years as the regional community relations manager. Wow. So what I did there was that's how I met T.I. and Paula Dean and Sarah Palin and Mike Huckabee, President Carter, just tons and tons of people um, because I would travel from city to city to host book signings and it was my job to make sure that they went smooth. That's that's a lot of work. It's a, it was a lot of work because <laughs> um, I had whatever territory my uh, regional also had. So if he had North Carolina to Florida, then that's where I would you know could possibly host an event. Wow, geez. Um, well, so now you're with R two I two. So tell us a little bit what R two I two is and what you do there. R two I two is a beautiful. Um, it's a, it's a beautiful multi-use facility located in the heart of Northeast Columbia in the village of Sandhills. It's about 216,000 square feet um, of just wonderful creative things going on inside this building. Um, when you first walk in the door, you will see a library right to your left. Um, and that's which a branch is, of the Richland Library? It is. And um, we have open space for the community to go in, use computers. Maybe if you want to meet with your real estate agent, you can go in and do different things like that. Or maybe you just want to read, or maybe you want to write a book. You've got some mm. quiet space to do that. Um, and then upstairs is my baby, my heart. We have 37,000 square feet of event space. Wow. And I am the uh, director of the R2I2 Conference Center. Mm. So it's it's just um, as a event planner, it is like the best job because it's endless event possibilities. That there's so much we can do there. And I know you've had some other pretty big name authors there, haven't you? Um, well, actually, we are getting ready to have our biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um, coming, but I've had some very large events like IT events there Mm -hmm. um, where we've had over 1,800 people. Mm. We've had some weddings there now, um, and it's a space where you can actually get married, hold your cocktail hour, or um, in your reception there. Mm -hmm. So I went to, um, I think it was the Friends of the Richland Library had Vivian Howard. Vivian Howard was Mm -hmm. there, yes, she was there. It was a um, wonderful event. We love our cooking in the South, so uh, that cookbook (laughs) um, author did very, very well there yeah 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 it was great so um, tell us a little bit we've already kind of um, mentioned about you having uh, worked on the South Carolina Book Festival board but um, what's your history with working on literary events how did you get first get into that Um, actually you're never gonna believe this but (laughs) I was a 
uh, one of what they call those cosmetic assassins that you see when you walk in the front door of the mall and they're spraying you with really? the perfume. So <laughs> I used to have a territory um, of about 15 stores. And mm-hmm. so one day one of the girls called out and I had to be the one at the front door um, spraying people. And one of the people that I sprayed was actually one of the regionals at Books from Books a Million. Okay. And um, they were so impressed with my sales ability that they said, you know, we need you on our team and um, you need to come for the interview. That's so flattering. It, it really was. <laughs> and so there were like 500 people when I got over that had applied for the job. You're kidding. And then they kept narrowing it down. And then we had to go to another city. I was in North Carolina at the time. Mm-hmm. And we had to go to another city for another interview. And I'm losing weight and sweating uh, the whole way because I was so nervous. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, then they narrowed it down to 20 and then five. And then I was finally the final one. So it was uh, that's how my book career, my literary career mm-hmm. started. But as a child, I've always loved books. Mm-hmm. Books were a way to escape. And they were I, I just love reading. Mm-hmm. Um, about three years ago, I challenged myself to read like 100 books. And I was wow. able to do that. So um, books will always be a part of my my life and I think books are important to promote conversation mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, they are um, near and dear to my heart. And what about libraries since this is Library Voices SC and we tend to get off on little topics related to libraries <laughs> and of course this is very related to libraries but what's your library history? Have you like always been a library fan? I've or? always had a library card. I um, I love libraries. It's I just love the way this is going to sound strange probably but I love the way <laughs> libraries smell. Uh-huh. Um, um, because the and, and then it's just an adventure that you're going to be able to find. There's always going to be something that you're going to be able to find in that library. The people are helpful, and you know, all you just have to give them a little bit of what you like or don't like, and they can point you in the right direction if you don't know what book you're coming in there to get. Mm-hmm. And I guess I've kind of been the same way. I can remember my mom taking me to the library mm-hmm. as a kid, and I remember I was just telling someone last week I remembered getting my first library card, and it. Was was like a cardboard right. piece of paper, but it had a little metal part in mm-hmm. it where the number was actually like mechanically stamped into right. it. You know? Right, right. <laughs> it, it was. Like, and anytime I go on vacation or go to a city, people know if they're going with me, I'm going to have to go to the library. Uh-huh, and just to I, check it out. I hate that I can't remember the exact name of the library, but I recently went to the library in Boston, and it was just, it was, it was just gorgeous. I wanted to spend the whole time there, but of course people I were with didn't want to stay all day <laughs> in the library. Right. But luckily that, that library is around a lot of other stuff. So. It really is. It's a lot of shopping. So I told them, go ahead, I'm going to catch up with you. But uh-huh. I just, I had to see every inch of it. Like I, I couldn't not not look at everything that was going on. Oh uh, yeah. I, I tend to be that way too. I, it's, it's a busman's holiday, but you know, it's, right. it's fun. <laughs> right. So um, tell us a little bit about the R2-I2 speaker series. What's all that about? I am so excited about the speaker series. So in I, I, I love talking about books, talking about um, different things, bringing in different speakers. Talking to each other is something that I think we're kind of getting away from. Now, we're never going to stop texting or doing any. Right. That's, that's going to continually mm-hmm. move forward. But I wanted to just, just for a minute, try to hold on to us having conversation. Mm-hmm. So the R2-I2 speaker series is just a little brain um, child of mine. 
And because um, I love TED Talks, of course, you know, that name was mm-hmm. taken. So it was like, OK, <laughs> we can't do that. Um, but I wanted to um, get people together and get you to talk and ask questions and find interesting things and interesting people to try to come to Columbia. Because sometimes I think Columbia gets overlooked mm-hmm. as a place where we can have some great speakers. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of the little history behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, my first author's coming up on October the 3rd at 630. It'll be Patty Callahan. Mm-hmm. Um, She's formerly gone by Patty Callahan Henry, but she wrote a wonderful book called Becoming Mrs. Lewis, and it's the love story of C.S. Lewis and Joy Davidman. And, I mean, literally they started as pen pals Hmm. um, because each of them were married, and, um, you know, she was just so interested in what he was doing. So it didn't start out as anything, you know, like where she was going looking for him, but over the years their friendship developed into a love story. And I'm not going to go any further because I I would love for you all Mm -hmm. to come and 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 patty is so passionate about it um but it's a great great story so i will have that will be my introduction introductory uh speaker series will be with patty callahan and she's a new york times and she's new york times best-selling author and she has 13 other books and um mainly they've been like southern fiction Mm -hmm. but um she definitely did something a little bit different with this and i think her audience is going to be very very i've read the book and going to be very very pleased um you know this story follows joy all the way through um you know when she went through breast cancer i mean it's just it's a lot of things going on in this book Mm -hmm. and she captured every she went to oxford and captured everything uh, that she could she's met with the family they've given her permission so it's really really going to be a good uh, series and the library has been gracious enough we're going to do a little meet and greet with patty um, at 5 30 prior to the 6 30 event Um, is that a special ticketed thing no it it will just be um, you know we'll be there from like 5 30 to 6 and then I'm just going to give her just a little bit of time and then at 6 30 we'll start promptly in the conference center but the meet and greet will be um, near the auditorium Um, there's also a beautiful auditorium in R2I2 that belongs to the library and they've been gracious enough to host this so um, we're really happy but I do as I mentioned to you earlier I had a little exclusive for you for the speaker series on November the 12th we will welcome uh, Pulitzer Prize winning author Alice Walker wow I know that's I'm so wonderful. excited yes and if you all um, are familiar Alice wrote The Color Purple and then her new book is called um, Taking the Arrow Out of the Heart so um, we will that event will also start at 630 on November the 12th so I hope that um, you all will come out and support both of these authors. Um, you know, I'm trying to do some different things here in Columbia, and well, um, we're I very mean, excited. Col- and, and Columbia, you know, is able to to get some, some really big names in. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, mm-hmm. when you think about it, you know, we've got uh, Mary Alice Monroe in South Carolina. Yeah. We've got uh, Dorothea, Dorothea Benton Frank. Frank. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, the legacy of Pat Conroy. Pat Conroy. So there's a lot of amazing literary uh, stuff is. going on. Um, so now these the speaker series, you've got October and November planned. Do you have any other plans beyond that? No, and it just really fell where they were. I, w- I had planned to do something maybe every three months, um, mm-hmm. but literally when you're working with our publishers, you kind of have to take them when they are sending them out on tour. So yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely wasn't going to pass up on either one of these wonderful authors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, 
um, if anybody wants to learn about these, they can go to the, is it the R2I2 website or is there another website? There, it, it, that's it, the Richland 2 uh, website slash, slash R2I2, and um, we'll put the different speakers up there. I just confirmed um, Alice Walker on Friday, so <laughs> wow. I don't have any of that information up yet, um, and I wanted to share it with you. Um, but yes, uh, they can go there or they can just call me at 803-738-8481. Okay. And we will put that number up on our podcast webpage so that people can find you. We've also got a link to the, that's richland2.org slash r2i2 so that people can go there and um, find out more about what it is you do. So these events are free to the public? They're free to the public because um, some of the things that when our superintendent looked at this building, he wanted community to be one of like one of the squares that he looked at. Um, he wanted uh, communication, joy, and learning to be um, all part of what goes on inside that building. Mm -hmm. So some of the events that we may have, they may be um, an event where we have to charge just depending on uh, sure. what we have to do, you know, to mm -hmm. get the author there. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it may be a dinner. So it might not always just be oh, okay. the theater style and stage type setting. Mm -hmm. um, it, I, plan, I don't want to be too rigid with it. Mm -hmm. I want to really listen to the author, what they may want, and listen to the people. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of took a little survey, and people said sometime they would like to come and have a dinner and get dressed up, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, so we may do some different things like that. And that facility, I've, I've been there maybe three or four times. It's really conducive to a lot of different types of events. It is. that My tagline is endless event possibility, so uh, <laughs> definitely uh, we can do so many things. As an event planner, I'm really blessed um, to do that. And I've, I've been there for some library-related meetings, and you even have, you know, space for exhibitors and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a great pre-function area. Um, sometimes the people, and, and you can rent that space, so mm -hmm. if you want, like I said, if you want to have a trade show or a conference or a birthday party or your rehearsal dinner, you can do those things because it, it we do rent the conference center space out we have okay. state-of-the-art equipment and you know your tables and chairs come with your rental so mm -hmm. it's a it's a great space and one of the things I think a lot of people always are thinking about when they're looking at a space is catering do you all do catering or do you have to you know, sometimes you have to do certain catering things. Right. We don't have a caterer in the building, but we do have over 16 caterers that are attached to the building. So and the reason behind that um, is because I, you know, sometimes I may want a box lunch if I'm holding an event somewhere, or I may want that platinum full service um, meal served to me. So what I did, I have female caterers, I have minority caterers, I have um, moderately priced caterers. I tried to have a variety of caterers so mm -hmm. that for the because we have a variety of customers that are coming through there, and I just didn't want to be so rigid with just one caterer. Mm -hmm. So what uh, I'm trying to understand what's the partnership like between the public library and the the school district? That was it early on decided on that there would be this partnership, or did um, or was it? It's something that later uh, came on that the library decided to be a part of it, or do you know the history well, there? Well, actually, I wasn't there in the beginning, so I don't want to 
speak on that, but since I've been there, uh, I've been there almost two years, I, um, Jim and Sarah are absolutely fabulous in the library, and we have a huge, and when I say huge, <laughs> we had like over 800 kids last year, we have oh, a yeah. huge Halloween event coming up. So we looked at it, you know, like different things, how can we work together? And um, we do games and um uh, uh, craft we had uh, crocheting and knitting and different mm -hmm. things going on in the lobby over the summer so we just kind of get our, get together put our heads together and try to figure out like what can we do to because I as I told you the community is very important to both the school district and the library mm -hmm. so um, we just go look at the year and kind of plan things out and our next big thing will be the Halloween event uh, it'll start from um, five to seven on, on, on Halloween, Halloween okay. because we didn't want to take away from them going <laughs> through their neighborhoods. Right. Um, but we'll have like giant Jenga and Twister. We'll have different, we have stations set up. We have a DJ. Kids can dance to the Monster Mash. And <laughs> um, it, it's, it's all kid friendly. The library is going to be doing face painting and crafts and story time. Um, so there will be something going on throughout the entire building and um I don't know. You might want to look for me being the queen of hearts because that's what I think that I'm going to be this year. So, um, But we'll all be dressed up. There'll be lots of candy for the kids. Uh, the library gets a lot of candy and I get candy because, we, you know, we just uh -huh. we're petrified that we're going to run out of candy. Sure. And last year we each had one bag left over. So, oh, you're kidding. Uh, we did. So we, we planned it out pretty well. So, um, But, yeah, we will do different things. And then in December we're going to have like a Dickens holiday. Oh, and okay. So we just kind of look... Um, for different things depending on what the month is some mm -hmm. things may be smaller mm -hmm. the Halloween event is probably our biggest event because we do that upstairs and downstairs sure. and in the library it's over the entire building so do you meet on a regular basis with the library staff we do too? we meet once a month oh, okay. um, actually we have a meeting coming up this Thursday okay. and you know we just kind of work with each other because it's a it's a it's a lot of getting used to the library being in a building with the school district and mm -hmm. so but so far so good we are loving every minute of it and what are some of the kinds of events that the school district hosts there um, the school district has I mean everything they do um, like college nights we like tonight I, as soon as I leave here I got to go back and make sure so we'll have like Harvard and um, Stanford and different people from those Ivy League schools will be coming to speak um, really? to the parents and then um, usually I do about 30 to 50 events a month mm -hmm. some are outside as I said because some people will rent the, the facility some are inside events some may be like the speaker series some that I've put on uh, mm -hmm. the calendar myself so mm -hmm. there's a a lot of different things going on but the school district holds uh, state of the district dinners and um, I mean when I tell you it change those rooms change so much sometimes three times a day wow. um, and but it it's it, it, I had those 1800 people in there and you don't the library never really notices that those mm -hmm. people are all upstairs mm -hmm. so um, it's a it was a well thought out design and it's a great facility. Very cool. It's um yeah it, if you're in the Sand Hills area in Columbia, I definitely recommend that that you check it out because it really is, it really is innovative. Yep, I'll be <laughs> glad to give anybody a tour. The, the 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 School of Innovation is absolutely wonderful as well. They um the children in there they monitor the solar panels that are on the roof. The um they create prosthetic hands. They run um, um, 
like a business out of there. They ran a food truck business out of there and they had to create the, um, you know, do a real business plan. And then they ran that by the finance kids. And, you know, it's, it is a lot going on. If you get an opportunity and you would love a tour, I'd love to be able to um, show you, you know, like what's going Mm -hmm. on in there. So any of the schools in Richland too are able to use the facility? Do they have to like submit a request to use it or? And I'm going to, tread lightly but it's um to to let you know like it's a 10th 11th and 12th graders Mm -hmm. they have to be on track for graduation and then they will go to uh, their counselors and you know it's a first come first serve so um i don't do too much on that end you know Mm -hmm. i'm on the event planning end but i'm very proud of those kids that are in there um it's a great opportunity it is a wonderful wonderful opportunity um you know apple and boeing and google has worked with these people and i believe um, a couple of our kids have actually gone on to work for those companies. So, That's amazing. Um, and one story that I'm really proud of, the kids were, um, they noticed through, um, I guess, email, they were emailing back and forth with kids in Africa, and they said they had to walk like five miles to charge their phone. Mm. So the children at the School of Innovation created something where it would be solar powered, and then they could charge their phone, and they did not have to walk like that. That's so, amazing. And then, like I said, they created those prosthetic hands, and the children actually are using the hands they um they have 3d printing in there that they're learning how to use i mean it's not our kind of school that sure. that we went to school um mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. that the, their desk even roll um you know so yep. that they can if they need to think and there's rooms where they can actually go and think and you know sometimes maybe as adults we might need that um oh, you yes. know we can just get away and kind of get in a room and kind of get our thoughts gathered yeah. Um, yeah. in fact before we started we were talking about how you know if i leave my phone at home <laughs> right, right. We can right. get, we we get can more get done. We get stuff done. Mm-hmm. We get more done. Uh, so um, kind of in wrapping up, what other kinds of special projects will you be working on in the coming months? Well, we are definitely going to try to do, along with, you know, continuing to do more literary events, we we are going to maybe work on a trade show with Belk. Oh, um, okay. To, I'm, our building is very big. Um, the district as a whole is very big on partnerships. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and as Dorothy, uh, you know, they said in The Wizard of Oz, you got to look in your own backyard. So we did look there in the Sand Hills area, and we do sit right behind Belk. And so we were getting together, and we're thinking maybe we might put on a big bridal show, oh. um, you know, there and just work with them. But maybe do it a little bit different. Maybe do it a little education wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got a few things we haven't confirmed yet, so I can't say everything. Mm-hmm. But that'll be one of the bigger things that, that are coming up. That is good up. because you could go into financial planning. You right. could go into family planning. Mm-hmm. There's tons of different things. There's tons of things that you can do, yes. That sounds great. So, well, thank you for all that you do with R2I2 <laughs> and the literary community. We greatly appreciate that. Well, I, I love it, and I love all of Columbia that this is my home. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for being with us today, and also thank you to our listeners. You can find Library Voices SC on Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, or add us on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast website address is librarievoices.podbean.com. We love hearing from our listeners, so send us your comments and suggestions for future topics. Library Voices SC is the official podcast of the South Carolina State Library. Until next time, this is Curtis Rogers. Thanks for listening.